Welcome to Shortcuts to Mastery. I'm your host, Maria Henning, and in my universe, life is for growth and time is for bending. So hop in, my friend, buckle up, and let's get into it. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm stoked. I had the idea to record these three next podcast episodes kind of all in a sequence because they kind of go together because these three podcast episodes are individual episodes exploring the three sequences of the Gene Keys Golden Path. I also have some questions from people. I had opened up a Q&A box and sent out an email and I have some questions that I want to answer for you and have everything kind of as best I can in one place for the sequences. So yeah, I'm excited. We're a few days away from the first ever round of the master key closing. If you're listening to this in the future, you'll be able to either sign up for the waitlist or maybe there'll be another round open. It's still the same link if you want to join. This is my Gene Keys reader training program. And since we're just a few days away from the ending of this first round in real time while I'm recording this, it felt like the right moment to record. I was already thinking of recording these episodes and, and and creating a good free resource to understand what the sequences of the Gene Keys are all about. And now it just happened to be the perfect time. So it all works out. So yeah, without any further ado, let's just get into it. I'll save my, uh, you know, life updates and things for another time. But I really just wanted these to be really good teachable episodes. And yeah, I'm excited. So what I first want to get into is a quick question from a client who asked, how would you introduce Gene Keys in simple layman terms, and especially differentiate it to HD in, in a practical term? And or in practical terms. And I think that this is a perfect episode to answer that question because it really shows the distinction between the two systems. So I already have entire intro podcast episodes for human design and gene keys. Those are episodes two and three respectively, which I'll link in the show notes below. But just as a quick blurb, which you're welcome to use if anyone else asks you this question in layman terms, we have human design and gene keys being both typology systems, meaning these are systems that are going to tell us about us in a unique way. We each have our own typology, our own chart, according to these systems. So that's the base layer where they share, you know, and they definitely share other things in terms of where they come from, but we'll just keep it simple for now. And their differentiator is that human design gives you a manual to how your energy works and how to use your physical vehicle and essentially is is showing you the flow of energy in your body and that translates to really practical stuff like taking action or making decisions or how things are going to feel in your body versus Gene Keys is giving you a map to your unique spiritual path to awakening and that map shows you certain times in your life or or um, certain areas of life to explore. And that's the main kind of difference between the two. They're both these typology systems, but one is like a manual to your energy and the other one the other one is a map to your spiritual journey and the challenges and the breakthroughs that you're going to face. And I will say too, something else that's helpful to, to know is human design is something to experiment with. And what that means to me is like put it into action and then see what the results are of your experiment. Um, and then Gene Keys is a contemplation. So it's more a like these are tools essentially the things that we get in the gene keys chart which we're going to be discussing today are these tools for us to contemplate on there's really not a lot of action to take like specifically 
that the Gene Keys like teachings are going to tell you to do. I say there's a lot of action to take for sure. But really what it is, is just this contemplation, this gentle thinking and letting go and, you know, letting insights bubble up and, and letting like the way it's described as like, it's it's a system or a teaching that works its way in you. You know, it's not necessarily something you do. You just allow it to kind of come in. So that is my answer to that question. I think it's um, just helpful to keep in mind. You know, if you look at the the chart of a hu- of the of the human design graph, you'll see a human, and then you'll see energy being connected to each other. And then when you look at the Gene Keys chart, the hologenetic profile, you'll see a map. There's with different points and pathways on it. And so speaking of that, let's actually break that down. This will be a great blurb, essentially, or a little piece that will set up the rest of the episodes. So if we don't know what the sequences are, (laughs) is is what I'm trying to say, if we don't know what the sequences are, then it's not going to be helpful to understand the three different sequences. So I have a great post on the Gene Keys sequences and and with really good visuals. So I'll link that below, as well as individual posts for each of the sequences, the activation, Venus and Pearl. So those will also be linked below. Um, So I have lots of visuals for you, lots of things for you to get into. And again, if you want to see me teach this, I have a great masterclass called Detangle. It's a free masterclass on how to read Gene Keys charts. And then, of course, if you want to join me in getting this as a number one, a personal transformation, going through this work yourself, and then number two, getting the skill to be able to read these charts, you can also join me in the master key. So lots of places for you to start and get lots of uh, support on your Gene Keys journey. So let's get into it. What are the sequences? What is this three? What are, why are there three? What's going on? What's the overall kind of context, (laughs) hashtag context provider, um, that we, that we need to actually understand this. So the, there's lots of places to look at in the gene keys, but I, my, my favorite is just to look at the chart itself that we get and, and, and read be able to read that. And what the chart is showing you is the golden path, which is this three-part journey that we're going to get into, but customized to you. So that turns into then your hologenetic profile. So the golden path is like the archetypal chart that everyone has. And then when it's yours, it's your hologenetic profile. And so that's one of the first places to start. It's not necessarily the right place to start, but for me, it's a natural natural point of origin because that's the chart that you're getting. And when you pull your Gene Keys chart, you want to see what the heck you're looking at. So we're going to talk about what this chart is and the golden path is specifically and what the definition of sequence is in the context of this system. Uh, we're going to look at an overall group of sequences or, or which is the golden path. And then we're going to do like a look at the activation sequence specifically um, uh, in this post. But we're going to do we're going to understand what the heck the sequences are and what they're for first. But yeah, so in the context of the gene key sequence, we're, we're provided with several contemplation tools. And in this case, you know, when we're looking at the golden path, we have two. One is the 64 archetypes of consciousness, which is the 64 gene keys. So on their on their own, they kind of function as these like standalone mirrors of our behavior. So say, you know, the archetype of gene key 32 on its own is just the archetype of the fear of failure as a shadow, and then the gift of preservation, the power of, of staying alive and persevering um, as a gift. And so they're just 
they're just showing us these different archetypes of human behavior. There's all these different archetypes. There's intimacy, there's questioning, there's creativity, there's listening. There's so many different things that we do as humans. And the 64 gene keys are going to show us those 64 archetypes. And then we have this other contemplation tool, which is the three sequences of the golden path. And so within the sequences, these archetypes are going to be placed in a specific area of our life that follows a specific order. Think of the word sequence, sequential, one after the other. Um, And so there is an order that we follow when we are looking at the golden path. It's not just like that they're standing in a mirror, not in a mirror, but in like a vacuum um, when you're looking at the Gene Keys chart, which by the way, you can pull your chart from my site mariahenning.com slash chart to get your Gene Keys chart. Um, At this exact time of recording, that Gene Keys functionality is still being worked on, but it's going to be released (laughs) very soon. So probably when you're listening to this, it's already up there. So just definitely go check that out. It's for sure going to be there. Um, But yeah, when you're looking at that chart, you're not just it's not just like these things kind of floating in space. There is actually an order um, of these specific areas of life that these archetypes are placed into. And so if we put these two together, the example I give in this post is we, we go from contemplating creativity. So Gene Key 1, for example, uh, to contemplating creativity as my vocation. So that would be if Gene Key 1 was in the sphere or the area of life, which is called vocation, uh, which is, you know, in that case, in the pearl sequence, which we'll get into, the first in line for prosperity. So that's what it, that's what's really helpful about this profile. Is like we have these 64 archetypes. We see them in human design in one way. That's the gates. We see them in the, in the I Ching. They kind of are in the vacuum, right? And they stand alone. There's no astrological mapping to tell us which one is ours and where. Um, you know, and human design has something to say about what those where those gates are placed. The planets are going to be these kind of teachers that express and teach us certain things. But in the Gene Keys chart, they're like, even more, there's so much more depth within those placements. It's not just say your message, you know, for Mercury or something like that. Actually, Mercury's not in the Gene Keys, so it's a better example. Like with Venus in the in human design, it's your values. But when you get into the Gene Keys, your conscious Venus is your like intellectual quotient and your unconscious Venus is your spiritual quotient. And we'll get into what that means in the next episode. So there's like just a lot more depth to um to the planetary meanings of uh, uh, in the gene keys and specifically they yeah anyway there's just there's just a lot more depth and then there's an order that we navigate this journey on which you'll learn in this podcast episode so those are the sequences we have this like blend of you know these two contemplation tools these 64 archetypes of consciousness and then we have this sequential path which is called the golden path and so that path is like it functions as this three-part hero's journey so we each have our own kind of like hero's journey that we're going to go on through 11 archetypal areas of life those are called spheres in the gene keys there is 11 routes that connect them which is the pathways are called the pathways and that three-part of the hero's journey are the three sequences and each sequence is made up of spheres and pathways and has a theme that it explores on its own and when we put all of those three sequences together we get the golden path which then gives us this structured and personalized contemplation tool Um, again when it's personalized it's your hologenetic profile and so if you're listening to this let's just like make it simple in layman's terms essentially the gene keys is offering you a look at your own like hero's journey to illumination, like an enlightenment, essentially, like what is your own 
path to spiritual awakening going to look like? And it's quite simple. There's just these 11 kind of areas of life. I mean, technically there's 14 since some of them appear in two sequences at once. Um, And then these 11 pathways that connect them that are going to show us the relationship between these two areas of life. And all of us share the same areas of life and the same pathways. However, within those areas of life, we're going to have different archetypes, which are going to be the 64 gene keys. So I'll chat more about that as we go through the through the activation sequence. I'll mention which ones I have in there and then give some examples of maybe other ones that people could have. Um, so yeah, just a quick recap. We have the golden path being our journey to illumination. And then we have these three sequences. The first one that we're going to get into today is called the activation sequence. It's the first sequence that we begin this journey on. It's in green if you're looking at the Gene Keys chart. And it's all about discovering your personal purpose and discovering your genius, activating your genius. That's why it's called the activation sequence. It's activating this genius. And Gene Keys says that everyone has genius and our gifts are our genius and those 64 keys and their the gifts within them are going to show you what those geni- what that genius is and then when we put it together in the activation sequence we have these like four prime gifts that are showing us exactly what our genius is um, and it's really important because this is looking at the self as a spiritual path you get to start with you you get to start with you know being being committed and staying true to yourself as the first step and that sets up the foundation for everything else so that's the first sequence that we're going to get into today the next sequence is called the venus sequence and it's in red if you're looking at the chart and it's all about opening your heart and opening to love and so that's looking at relationships as a spiritual path and so it makes sense that it's kind of sequential right we first start with one the individual you you activating your genius and then we look at the two, the binary, you and the person you're in relationship with. And so this means any relationship that you're that you're in, friendship, romantic relationship, family relationship, whatever. Um, but we have to start with you and then we, we need to get into, well, how do you relate? And so that's Venus sequence, that's relationships as a spiritual path. And then we have the pearl sequence, which is the third sequence in blue. And it's all about releasing your prosperity, kind of like release. I really feel like it's like when I think of the word releasing your prosperity, it's almost like exploding (laughs) in a way. It's like there's or like a dam being released. Essentially, there's so many gifts within you. And now that you know who you are and now that you know how to relate, now you can exchange those gifts with the rest of the world in exchange for money, resources, whatever, um, as your big genius. So those are the three sequences together. And so like I was saying, overall, this is the golden path customized to you. It's your hologenetic profile. And it's this three-part hero's journey through discovering your genius, opening your heart to love, and then releasing your prosperity through your career and your soul-led, you know, business or whatever it is that you're doing. And so I like to just say again, just to bring it back, what the heck is the purpose of this? And, you know, we have this overall journey. We have these three sub journeys, exploring purpose, love and prosperity. And the point and like, what's the point of all this? And essentially, it's just like I was saying, self-illumination, enlightenment, spiritual awakening. These are all, you know, self relationships and career as spiritual paths. And the whole point of a spiritual path is to expand and to grow and to learn and to develop and essentially become more ourselves. Essentially, the the purpose of, like, the way that the Gene Keys describes, this is why I love this system so much, the way it describes 
our enlightenment and like how we can best serve the whole is just by being ourselves. There's nothing else you need to do. You just get to like be the most self-expressed and, and highest frequency version of you that you can be. And this isn't about like, you know, being perfect. It's definitely not about that, but there's these innate, beautiful gifts and qualities that all of us have. These are the gift frequencies and the archetypes. And your job is just to live more and more and more in those areas. And that is that's your purpose. That's your path to spiritual awakening. And that's also the way you can best serve everyone else, which is really cool. So yeah, navigating the golden path unravels for us the essence of who we are, how we relate to others and how we best serve the whole. And if you're a seeker, if you're someone that has asked these questions, the golden path offers a really simple yet in-depth structure to navigate them that is really, really, really specific to you like your own specific path of who you are, how you relate to others and how you best serve the whole. And the last thing I'll put together for you is essentially, you know, how it all works again is the thing that we do in the Gene Keys is we just kind of contemplate. It's not really a doing, but rather this kind of like soft observation over time that leads to this like gentle self-illumination. And I got that question too, which is like, what can you expect as an outcome, like a tangible outcome after a Genius Venus Pearl activation? And like, they, they further ask, like, do you personally feel or have you witnessed these activations having helped other people? And it's so interesting because, yes, absolutely, there's been many tangible outcomes of, like, people activating this stuff and, and getting into the gene keys. But it's so soft and it develops over time that there's not, like, a lot of insanely tangible stuff right away at the very least. But, like, you know, for me, it's like, like I, I really feel like with the Venus sequence, for example, which is about relating, it's like the more that I know about this stuff for myself, right? This soft observation over time that leads to self or gentle self-illumination. It's like I've just been able to to really improve the quality of my relationships, particularly with my family. You know, family stuff can be super triggering. Um, there's there's even a part of the Venus sequence that the teaching is like, you know, we, we save our worst for those who are closest to us. And, you know, that's been a super tangible outcome for me in terms of like my relationships feel better. I feel more intimate. I feel more, I feel less reactive, more responsive, um, more transparent, more loving and more open to love. And that feels tangible to me, but it's not like I can tell you and it happened on this day and uh, I had this conversation and that's what changed everything for me. It's like, it's just been this like insane improvement over time. And when I look at people in my life that don't work with the gene keys, it doesn't, that improvement doesn't happen nearly as quickly. Um, and, and sometimes there's no improvement for other people. They're just kind of still the same. There's, there's no growth. And so it really feels like this, like growing wave. (laughs) I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, I'll, I'll come up with a better description at some point, but it's this soft, but ever expanding. It never stops this like ever expanding evolution over time. Um, it doesn't feel like the thunderclap of the shock, (laughs) you know, it feels more like a rapid sometimes, but at, at the very least, always going, always expanding, never stopping spiritual growth and expansion. Um, so yeah, the last thing I want to say with this, with contemplation and the and how to use the sequences, number one, with your contemplation, there's no like set technique or duration of time required to master it. Uh, like I, I got some questions about like, 
you know, do you just like go through it once or like, do you just master, you know, your sequence and, and then you're done? And it's like, no, there's no mastery. We use, <laughs> which is fun. This is like my podcast is called Shortcuts to Mastery. And I th- and my podcast and my course is called The Master Key. But what I mean here by there's no mastery, it's like there's nothing, there's no time that you're done. There is mastery in the sense that you continue to master it over time and you continue to get better, more skillful, more, more masterful, more aware. But it's like you're ever done. There's no there to get to. There's no there there when you're like, I want to get there. There's no there there. Um, we use the sequences as a structure to reflect and we revisit them again over and over and time. Um, and so if you want to begin this contemplation, the natural beginning is the activation sequence, which is discovering purpose. And again, to kind of be even more specific about how, you know, we navigate, you know, how, to, how do you revisit them again over and over in time? Like, yes, we have this three-part structure we use to deeply contemplate our specific, unique purpose, love, and prosperity. But essentially what it feels like is every time you uh, reach a new level, you go through the sequence again and you peel the layers back even more. You peel the onion back. There's more to be discovered. There's more to be um, uncovered, so to speak, as you continue to to grow. So it's like a great example of this is like, um, say you have, what's it? I'm like a great example. And I'm like, what's a good example? Um, say you have like a fear of heights. This is a good example. Um, you have a fear of heights and what, but you want to master your fear of heights. Like you want to feel like you can do anything in terms of like any height. And so you start with like five feet off the ground, you get up on a ledge or something like that. And you master that somehow, whatever practice you use, you master that. That doesn't mean that your fear of heights has gone away because if you then want to go off a 20 foot high dive, you're going to have to deal with that fear of heights at a new level. But What's cool is that you never have to deal with the five foot fear of heights anymore. Sorry, I'm like, I, I use my hands a lot to talk and I hit all the things in my mini little closet recording studio. I hit the stand, I hit the coffee cup. So I know if you're hearing, I hit my nails together. They're very, very loud. Um, and so anyway, apologies for the, <laughs> for the, for the sound. Just, actually, you're welcome for the organic sound in the background. But yeah, yeah. Um, What's cool is that you'll never have to deal with the fear of heights at the five foot mark ever again, but dealing with your fear of heights at five feet is a completely different game than dealing with a 20 foot high dive, a ledge versus a high dive or not. They're not even in the same like universe. And then if you want to like, I don't know why you'd want to do this, but go up like, I don't know, like a cell tower or something like that. Maybe that's your work what are those like 50, 100 feet off the ground? I don't even know. I'm terrible at gauging distances and, and, um, and heights. But again, like you going off a 20 foot high dive has almost nothing to do with a 50 foot or hundred foot cell tower. So that's kind of the, that's, that's the best way I think I could describe going through these sequences. It's like you master your personal challenges, your relationship challenges, and then your, you know, career challenges at a certain level. And then when you want to take it to the next step, you want to quantum leap, you got, you go through the same archetypal challenges and breakthroughs, but you're dealing with them at a new level. Like I'm never going to have to deal with like how to show up online. Like it's easy for me, but now I'm, I'm showing up on a podcast and it's like, it's a new level. Doing an entire podcast is totally different than posting a reposting someone else's graphic on my Instagram, right? It's a totally new level of 
of mastering the challenge of transparent self-expression, for example. So that is how you kind of navigate the gene keys. You go through this over and over again, and at each level, you become more and more masterful. And the purpose of this whole navigation is to unravel our true destiny through the path of least resistance, which is who we are, how we relate, and what our gifts are. The activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the pearl sequence. So that is my introduction into the sequences overall and kind of the purpose of the sequences. And now we're going to get into the activation sequence, the first one of the three. And again, I have a post linked for you if you want to look at a visual, but let's get into it. I'm excited. Okay, the activation sequence. This is the first step of three. It's funny because it's actually the last one that came through for Richard, the founder, but it is the natural first step looking at the self as a spiritual path and in particular unraveling your personal purpose through navigating your biggest challenges and unlocking your greatest innate gifts. So it's really, um, it's a really personal and kind of intimate contemplation. And um, what I love about it is it this is probably the most like, besides maybe something like core wound, which we'll explore later, it's probably the most obvious one um, to us. So let's take a look. So here's, like I said, I have a post for you. I'm going to talk you a little bit further in depth through it, but go take a look at that for the bird's eye view visual of the activation sequence, also called the genius sequence. But let's get into it in this podcast. There's going to be four spheres and three pathways between them and it kind of goes in a little zigzag and it's really all about the self purpose challenges breakthroughs and in particular our four prime gifts so the first sphere that we look at is called the sphere of life's work that then goes over to the sphere of evolution and the nature between those two is of of a challenge from there that sphere of evolution goes over to the sphere of radiance and that is the nature of a breakthrough And then we have the sphere of radiance going to the final sphere, which is called purpose. And that is the nature of core stability. And if you, uh, if you know the, if, if I were to tell you the planetary placements, which is your conscious sun and unconscious sun and conscious earth and unconscious earth, you would probably think, aha, those are the same four spheres or the same four gates rather as the human design incarnation cross. And you would be right. So it's fun because these two kind of navigate similar things. Incarnation, cross, and human design is all about your personal purpose. And then same with the gene keys, we have this personal purpose as well. But just rather than them being like these kind of like in the human design system, it's the incarnation crosses are like, you know, these four gates. And then there's kind of one at the head, which is your conscious sun gate. And, you know, you have this variation of an incarnation cross, um, but they're kind of just all mixed together. Um, in the in the gene keys, there's a certain order that we navigate them through. And that order is life's work, which is your conscious sun, over to evolution, which is your conscious earth, over to radiance, which is your unconscious sun, and then over to purpose, which is your unconscious earth. So if this, if the whole purpose of this is to unravel your personal four prime gifts and like really get clear on who you are, then you can tell that these are going to be spheres that really relate to the self. And so we first start with the sphere of life's work, which is Uh, like I was saying, activated by the conscious sun. And the general theme of the sphere is really what you're here to do. This is the primary code governing the doing in your life. Life's work is really, it's, you know, it's human design gate 
of the conscious sun. It's 70% of our energy because it's filtering 70% of the neutrino stream when it when when we get activated. Um, and so it's this kind of huge masculine creative energy of doing and of working and of this like when I think of life's work, it really feels like this body of work, kind of like the thought leadership stuff I was talking about in these other episodes and something that I really am a fan of this like body of work that I'm like pushing out into the world and developing over and over in time. And the first, this is the first place that we're going to look at the lines. And so you'll, I want to tell you that all the lines, if you didn't know, all the lines of the spheres have different meanings depending on the sphere. So there's six lines per gate, as we know. And in the gene keys, they each have a different meaning depending on the sphere that you're looking at. So in the, and they, dif- and they each have a different, uh, like, the line, they're called keynotes, the line keynotes also have a different meaning. And I talk about that a lot in the in the detangle course. Um, but in this case, with the sphere of life's work, if this is what we're doing in our life, the line keynotes are going to show you kind of the energetic frequency of how your life's work desires to express. And so if you're a line one, it's the creator. If you're a line two, it's the dancer. The line three is the changer. The line four is the server. The line five is the fixer. And the line six is the teacher. And so if you're trying to figure out which one you are, just think of your um, human design profile and it's the first number in there. So as a two five, I am a line two life's work because my conscious son is a line two. And so for me, my life's work is 54. It's gate the gate of ambition and and the gene keys. It's the serpent's path and it's the transformational path from greed to ascension through the pathway of aspiration. And so my life's work is going to, like the thing I'm going to put out into the world is going to all be in the in the frequency or the nature of aspiration. It's all going to be very aspirational, very ambitious. I'm going to teach about those types of things um it's that's going to be the context (laughs) within the 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 work the work that i'm going to put out and the way i'm going to do it is through this frequency keynote of dancer you know which is similar to the line two it's a natural and and the dancer has uh you know this kind of element of unselfconsciousness around it and there's so much more to say the the shadow and gift and city of each sphere has a particular meaning so you know the gift of your life's work is like the main you know essence of the work that you're here to do but the shadow in the city are going to also tell you some very unique things about that energy. But the point is here, we start with what's the thing you're doing? What is like the primary gift that you're putting out to the world? That's the six, the, one of the 64 keynotes and in in that archetype. And then how are you doing that? And those are the, li- the lines of the life's work, which is really cool. From there, you're going to navigate over to the sphere of evolution, which is that conscious earth placement, which is really what you're here to learn. That's why it's called evolution, because the we learn or we evolve rather through continuous learning and also through continuous challenges, which is why the nature of the relationship between those two is one of challenge. And that's why this sphere of evolution is really a trigger point that pushes us to evolve from challenges. And so that sphere is going to really show you the, the nature between those two is going to show you the nature of the primary challenges in your personal life. And the line keynotes of those are going to be the primary challenges in your life, which then become this fertile ground for your growth. And so for line one folks, it's about self and empowerment. For line twos like me, it's about passion and relationships. For line threes, it's about energy and experience. For line fours, it's about love and community. For line fives, it's about power and projection. And for line sixes, it's about surrender and education. 
And so for me, I have a 53 there. And so this really shows you the nature of like pairing partners. These are yin and yang, right? We have the conscious sun being my Capricorn 54 and my conscious earth being Cancer 53, completely opposite on the um, on the astrological wheel. And so it's this yin and yang kind of pulling energy. And you can see how that might create the nature of a challenge. And so for me, my greatest challenge is this energy of 53 which in the shadow is about immaturity <laughs> and that's going to be a huge challenge for me navigating the relationship between those two um you know those two shadows greed and immaturity and what those mean for me in my life and also what those mean in terms of like a spiritual context which would be what the gene keys teaches um and as i grow through those challenges i'll be able to experience more of that grounding energy which is the gift energy which in this case would be the gate uh gate 50 or gene key 53 is a gift of expansion, which I love. And so really the the teaching here is that challenges push us to grow and, and push us to evolve. And that's why the first, it's like the first step of this path to awakening is a challenge. Like it's not, it's not going to be just easy peasy. We're not going to awaken through just like staying around all day. I mean, if I could become spiritually enlightened, just listening to Jero and the youth or like playing Zelda all day, that'd be amazing. But that's probably not it. <laughs> it's probably going to be, you know, something that's actually like a true heart challenge. And this one is a personal one, right? It's a personal dealing with it on your own every single day. Like I'm personally often dealing with the frequency of greed or the frequency of immaturity, the shadows of those two keys, and then the challenges of being the dancer archetype and the challenges of passion and relationships, which is the, my line of evolution. So from here, we then navigate through this pathway called breakthrough. Um, and it's it's uh, it kind of just speaks to the spontaneous breakthroughs and evolutions that we experience after we overcome a challenge. And we get to the sphere of radiance, which is your unconscious sun. And it's really this archetype of the energy that keeps you healthy. It's this intuitive genius that leads to health and synchronicity. Um, and I, it's this one took me a while to, to kind of unlock, but now I really get it when I go through the shadow version of it, the gift version of it, and the city version of it. It feels really clear as to why it feels like this intuitive genius, but for a long time, it was one of those keys that escaped me. Um, but this is really, it's part of your four prime gifts because you need, you know, one of those is the work that you're doing. The other one is the challenge that's going to push you to evolve. And then we have this third one, which is this intuitive genius that keeps you healthy and, and leads you to, you know, experiencing the right things at the right time and kind of being in flow. And so of course, it's going to be one of your four personal prime gifts. And then the keynotes are going to answer, are going to be the answer to this question of how do you thrive? And so line one, so think now we're on the unconscious side. So that's like a 5-1 profile or a 4-1 profile. So think of now the second number in your human design profile. For line ones, that's going to be about radiance. Line twos is marriage. No, we're not talking about like traditional marriage. We can chat about it in the master key if you want to get into what that means. Um, line three is interaction. Line four is friendship. Line five, impact. And then line six, nurture. And just, you know, I can't get into the depth of what this all means. That's why I'm creating a nine month course on it because there's so much depth here. But just start playing with these keynote words and see what brings up for you. What does it mean? For example, for me, like line five impact, what does it mean for me that the answer to the question of how I thrive is impact? That's how I thrive already. That's already like giving me so much, you know, to contemplate on and chew on and, and just just in what that means for me without even getting into like source teachings and, and really like 
everything, you know, the, the bottom of the iceberg that is below that tiny word impact. And then finally, we navigate this final pathway called core stability over to the sphere of our purpose, which the sphere of our purpose is actually the primary code governing the being in our life. And so we often think that what we do is who we are, but that's actually not the case. Or, or, or we often think that our purpose is what we do in this case, but our purpose is actually who we be and it's what deeply fulfills us. And it's this like quality of consciousness that you're here to express. Your purpose is to be yourself and the sphere of purpose is going to tell you about that. And the line keynotes are going to be the physical part of our humanity where this purpose lies in being because now we're in the unconscious side, right? This is the unconscious earth. And in the human design, the unconscious is the body, the physical self. And so there's six different place where, places where this lies. If you're a line one unconsciously, so again, four ones or five ones, it'll be physicality and bones. Line two, posture, aka fluids. Line threes, movement, aka blood. Line fours, breath and rhythm. Line fives, like me, is a two five. It's voice and frequency. So if you've ever heard me say before, my purpose is in my voice, that's what I mean. And then uh, line six is it's in your intent and cells. And I put a little note here, which is like, we do focus on the body in, in, in the gene keys a lot. Here's I'll get on. Let me get on a little tangent about this really quick. Um, this is something that I, so as a gene key 54 is this path of mastering the material plane to reach the spiritual one. But it's the mastery of the physical plane and the use of it that would then even allow you to have any sort of spiritual reach or spiritual, um, what's the word? Um, like that would even allow you to get, get to that place. And to break this down even further, what that, like, I, so I, I know that very deeply, like as a, like I, yes, I have a 54 son, but I also have that gate five times. And I'm also very Capricorn and Capricorn is about being earthly, being grounded, being like in the physical plane, even though we have these like higher and higher spiritual aspirations, which is what that word aspiration is about. And what I love about the Gene Keys is that it really teaches us that our bodies like are the tool for spiritual awakening. It's not that we need to bypass our, but we actually cannot bypass our bodies in order to reach like spiritual ascension or anything like that like our bodies are the tool for spiritual growth like that's why we incarnated into them in the first place imagine our souls incarnating into physical beings and then trying to escape it all the time like the whole point is to be in our body that's why we incarnated here that's why we're, we're in this physical realm i'm like touching my legs right now and i'm like yeah physicality i'm wearing green very capricorn of me and and so I love that so much about the Gene Keys. There's a really big focus on the body and embodiment. Um, and there's a whole, you know, word for that. Or there's a whole, like, thing of what that means in the Gene Keys. Um, and, you know, it's like... The, it, just to give you a keynote as to why I'm not getting super into it. It's like the absorption of higher and, or the absorption and then release of higher and more rarefied hormones. We would have to talk for a while to get into that. So that's like, we can save that for another day, but it really is at a simplest level. It's just a focus on using the body and, and not using the body, but rather just like being in the body and yes, using the body not to bypass it, but just that is our main tool for spiritual growth. And so that's what I love about, especially the sphere of purpose, because it's like, your purpose, like your, which is like, your purpose is to be yourself. 
And there's a physical part in your in your humanity where that purpose is. And like for me, my purpose is in speaking and it's a gene, it's gene key 51. And so it's in this, the gate of shock, the gate of initiative, the gate of initiation. And so my voice is what is initiating to others and to myself. Um, I didn't mention which, uh, my radiance key. So I have 57 there, the pairing partner to 51. Um, and so for me, it's fun. Cause if this, if radiance is the like intuitive genius that leads to health and synchronicity. For me, my radiance is the gate of intuition. So it's like double intuition, which is fun. Um, and so those are the four prime gifts of, of, um, of the activation sequence. We're looking at your life's work, what you're here to do. We're looking at your evolution, which is what you're here to learn. I'm looking at your radiance, which is what keeps you healthy. And then we're looking at your purpose, which is what deeply fulfills you. And so we have these four energies, you know, working together and showing you, you know, let's talk about the challenges or, or the pathways rather. It's going to show you the relationship between those four prime gifts and how they begin to unravel. And so, like I was saying, we have this pathway of challenge, which is between life's work and evolution. And it's really a mirror for all the primary challenges that we'll personally face that will push us to grow. For me, that challenge is always going to deal with the nature of, you know, greed and immaturity because it's in Jinky 54 and Jinky 53. Uh, it's going to be about ambition and expansion, you know, those two energies together. Then we have this pathway of breakthrough, which represents the breakthroughs that come after these challenges and the shift from the conscious realm into the unconscious realm, because we're moving from conscious on earth into unconscious on earth. And so it's these these big breakthroughs in our physical life and and and, you know, the breakthroughs that come after challenges, essentially, like once you overcome them, you have a new level of understanding or a new level of being or whatever. And then we didn't chat about the pathway of course ability yet. So let's chat about it. The last one is called the pathway of course ability. And it's really this final stage of integration caused by the commitment to being fully yourself at your core. And that's super important because the next step in the journey is the Venus sequence. And so it's about relating. And so if you cannot be fully yourself at your core, first by yourself and then, you know, in relationships, it's like, or like, yeah, if you can't, let me go back. If you cannot be fully yourself at your core by yourself, then you can't get into relationships because relationships are not going to be a space of growth or an expansion if you're not being yourself. Your job is to be yourself. Your job is to stay committed and grounded to your core. And so that's why it's called core stability. It's this final kind of integration, grounding, um, settling kind of energy. And so the what it feels like to go through your activation sequence. I mean, for me, it's like when I went through the first time and it was like looking at those challenges of like greed and ambition, for example, like there were so many breakthroughs that came with that or sorry, greed and immaturity. It was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like for example, my evolution challenge being immaturity, like my whole life, my mom has told me I'm super immature and it like totally triggers me. I'm like, no, I'm not. Cause I'm a Capricorn. So I'm like, no, I'm so wise and old and like, whatever, you know, it's an old soul. And it's like, that was super triggering. And then think of what the line is. The line is passion and relationships, right? So my relationships are like a primary source of challenge for me. And that being called out of being or of being immature or whatever came from a relationship of mine that feels challenging. So, you know, that's like an example there that was, I'm, I'm just glossing over it now because I want to keep this, this training, training, not even a training, but it feels like a training, this podcast short and sweet. Um, but, you know, it definitely was 
like in the moment of realizing it, it's not like a short and sweet little moment. It's like a very in-depth, like, holy fuck, how deep does this go kind of thing. Um, I remember going through it for the first time. I was living in Germany and it was like snowy. And I just remember learning these modules and going through them and being like, and just like taking ferocious notes and being like, oh my God, like I've just never, I'd never, I had never had a system, you know, really, really get me like this one does. So anyway, I hope you've been going through this, by the way, with your own chart. If you're not, go back and, and, and check that out. But yeah, and then, you know, going, going, going through the rest of them again, for me, like voice, you know, being where voice and frequency being where my purpose is, it just feels so true that I'm here. This is why I talk so much about the thought leadership thing or the developing your body of work. And for me, all that comes from my voice. It's not, I'm not a writer. (laughs) I'm not, I'm a speaker. That's what that's what lights me up. That's what gives me joy. And the words I say are shocking or initiating. Maybe they don't, it's not like they're, maybe sometimes they are to the human mind shocking, but it's more, it's more so that it's shocking to the spirit, shocking to the, not in a bad way. It's just more like awakening energy. Um, And that's my intention. And it's like, if we look at what I've always wanted to do and like what I've, what has always felt true to me, it's like, it's always felt true that I'm here for spiritual growth and expansion you can hear it in my podcast intro, life is for growth. That's my life's work. Aspiration, expansion, like that is what that is there for. And then, you know, we have this like, what I've always wanted to do in in terms of like how to create that growth is to like teach and share. And that is my line five purpose of initiation, being the voice of initiation. Um, And so just working through these systems like that has been so clear for me. Um, Yeah. So what I'll say with this is, again, this is a quick um, overview. It's already, you know, 40 minutes long or however long this podcast is already. So there's you can imagine if this is like the overview, just how much more depth is in there. So if you've heard some of these keynotes or you're looking at the post that goes along with it and you're seeing like, what does it mean that my purpose is in my physicality and bones or whatever? Or what does it mean that how I thrive is through nurture? Um, There's we can there are very clear and practical answers. When you look at just the words of the Gene Keys, it doesn't feel clear and practical, at least not right away. Like I was saying, maybe right away you do get some insight or some some instant insights, like I was saying. Like, again, if like for me, the primary challenges in my life are like relationships, like that feels clear to me. Like I understand what that means. Um, but when when you get into it even deeper, there's even more practicality and ways to apply this and ways to make this really... Um, what's the word? Like really in your day to day, like where you can really see how this stuff shows up in your day to day. So that is the activation sequence, this incredible, you know, four part, three pathway journey of your four prime gifts, all about really unleashing this purpose. It's all about committing to yourself through navigating those personal challenges and breakthroughs and unlocking those four prime gifts and all about being essentially your life's work, how you evolve, the the radiance, that intuition gift, and then your purpose, how you do everything, who you be. And that first step is going to set up the rest of everything else, which is how you relate and then how you share your gifts in exchange for money later um, in the Venus and the Pearl sequence, respectively. So I'm curious to hear from you. Um, You know, you can comment on the posts that I've linked or you can DM me or post this on your stories or whatever. But I'm curious, like, what does this mean for you? What's unraveled as you're putting these 
keynotes together with your gene keys. And again, if you need uh, to pull your chart, just go to mariahenning.com slash chart. You also get some free masterclasses at the end of that. Um, but that chart will show you, you know, what your gene keys are. Um, again, if it's not, and if you, you can just use your human design chart as well. Like your conscious sun is your life's work. Your conscious earth is your evolution. Your unconscious sun is your radiance. Your unconscious earth is your purpose. Let me know what comes through. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. And if you want to learn to read Gene Keys charts, if you want to know how to interpret this stuff for yourself, maybe for clients, then I'd love to invite you to join my Gene Keys reader training, the master key, which is below. So this first round is going to close for enrollment this Friday, the 13th, October 13th, 2023. But like I was saying, if you're listening to this in the future, there could be another like live round open right now or but if not just sign up for the wait list to hear about the next round and get first dibs pricing and it's all going to be through the same link which is linked in the show notes below also linked in the show notes will be the next two episodes so go listen to those if you want to get an understanding of what your venus sequence is and what your pearl sequence is and i'll see you there okay enjoy All right, my friend, thanks for joining me on another ride aboard the Shortcuts to Mastery spaceship. You can get started on your human design and Gene Keys journey with me today for free by going to mariahenning.com slash chart, which is linked below. If you're a visuals lover, as well as an audiophile, then definitely join the party over on Instagram at bymariahenning for lots of fun and beautiful educational content and to tag me in the stories with the episodes you listen to so I can repost you. And of course, if you're here, you know it totally rocks for podcasts to receive great ratings. So if you're feeling warm and fuzzy and want to share, I'd be eternally grateful. I can't wait to connect again. Thanks for being here. And until next time, here's to everything going easier, better, and faster than expected.